welcome to your big sis podcast my name is neha patel my name is sonia patel and we are both south asian first generation females currently living in austin texas and we both moved from traditional careers in healthcare and finance into the startup world this podcast is for you if you're looking to do the hard work and peeling back the layers on yourselves to truly understand what's holding you back from living your best life This podcast is for you if you're constantly feeling pressure to live your life by someone else's standards instead of prioritizing yourself. Join us as we pave the way for not just ourselves, but for all of our sisters out there. Happy Tuesday. This is Neha. This is Sonia. And today we want to talk about, actually we're going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to interview Sonia. Stressed. Um, and uh, kind of just chat through something that might be pretty common for a lot of you. If you're anything like us, you are someone that likes to be very helpful and very involved in other people's, and it comes out of a place of love mm-hmm. and care and support. But sometimes that can be difficult. Actually, a lot of times that can be difficult. And so, uh, yeah, let's get started. And I really wanted to do this episode because I feel like I take on a lot of emotional baggage from other people willingly. Like I'm wanting to be there for people, but I'm now realizing there comes a point where I can only help so much and that at one point you got to kind of let go and let somebody figure it out themselves in the nicest way possible. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, tell me how you're feeling right now. What's like the current battle that you're facing with this? My current battle is with friends. I have a lot of amazing friends. They've always been there for me when I go through shit. So of course I'm going to be there for them. But when I continuously am, you know, trying to help you do the right thing of get you, getting your mind off of the situation in a healthy way or telling you, Hey, your feelings are valid. Like really go through it and go through the mess. That way you can get on the other side. It's easier said than done. So today I want to talk about what that looks like, how you even got there in the first place and solutions to those problems. Because I'm sure a lot of us girls, you have these girlfriends, you got there because you're a great friend you're a great lover. You have a big heart. And at the end of the day, you carry a lot of empathy with you, right? Yeah. So an example is I have this really amazing friend. She kind of is going through a breakup. She, you know, this guy had a ton of control over her for, you know, quite some time. And she, I know her as like the baddest bitch ever. Truly. She's an amazing person. I just see so much light in her all the time, but I can see how much she's struggling. And I've seen this a hundred times with other people. So I'm just using her as an example for, yeah, for now. What she's going through is the cause of a repetitive pattern for so long. She was in it for so long that that's all she knew for X amount of years, right? Yeah. So unlearning that is a battle in itself. 100%. Do I want to take all of that pain away from her? 100%, but I can't. I don't know what she's going through. I don't know the emotions that she's feeling, what she's thinking, what she's comparing herself to. I don't know all the details. I only know what she tells me. Yeah. So when somebody presents you with a problem, what what do you do? Is that a question for me? Yeah. Like if somebody comes to you with a problem, 
what what is your go-to thought as a friend? So it used to be, how can I solve this problem for them? Exactly. And I realized over, especially like adulthood, the last 10 years, like how I've approached situations just sometimes are different than how others might. Mm -hmm. So I am now just realizing the lesson of asking, are they looking to vent? Are they looking for advice? looking for guidance. Mm -hmm. And I have some really mature friends who would come to me with a problem and say, I actually need your advice. Mm -hmm. And then others who will also be like, I actually just want to vent. So I think what I do in that situation, I am if they give me that instruction, it's way better for me to as a friend to help. Otherwise, I do one of two things. One, I sometimes try to offer advice. And that's not always sometimes it's actually really great for them. And that's what they needed. And they didn't know that they needed that. Sometimes it's not well received because they weren't looking for advice. Mm -hmm. And then the other times I've decided to just take a step back, know that that's something I cannot maybe help them through and try to be there in other ways. It's tough because sometimes I never feel like I'd be doing enough in that situation. But I also know that constantly checking in doesn't always fix the problem either. Like it's a struggle or internal struggle or battle for that person. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I don't know if I've done this correctly all the time. The only times I feel like I feel confident in helping a friend through something difficult is when they're emotionally mature enough to tell me how I can help them. Because at the end of the day, I'm not a psychiatrist, a therapist, or a mind reader. And I also have different life experiences as much as, you know, we, I might know everything about them. Like you said, it's, it's limited to what I know and what I've been told. Yeah. And I will never actually know what they're going through. And so the other thing that I've also learned or been okay with is like, when you do take a step back, it's also just feeling really confident. This, I might not be able to help you right now, but I'll be here on the other side. Mm-hmm. Just let me know how I can help. And so sometimes if I'm not getting direction, I just ask how. And then I assess if the answer to that is something I can provide. Yeah. If the answer to that is I just need you to allow me to vent, I'm okay with that. But when I'm not okay with that is like when it's like the fifth phone call of the month and it's an hour of venting. And then it starts to get a little frustrating. And I think because that's what you're in, that's, in right now. Well, not so much that, but it's if we're going through the exact same routine and nothing is getting through exactly I'm not gonna just like you said I'm not gonna take an hour out of my day every single other day to solve this problem that clearly we're not solving together yes and sometimes it's really difficult a a really good friend put it this way for me because she saw me struggle with this it's just sometimes people need to learn how to Mm self-soothe and I think it's not that that person is like struggle like like you said, they're like using the same techniques. They may have solved that problem like in their early 20s or like just an earlier time period. And as a like functioning adult, you might have to have different ways that you approach how to process emotions and struggles and issues mm-hmm. because there are there's work to go to, there's bills to pay, there are children to take care of. There's so many other things that might be happening. And so there's a component of like, I think friends are supposed to be there for what you need. Like you need to be able to communicate what you need and it needs to be a fair ask. Yeah. Like in that situation, I wouldn't like whatever example you are kind of trying to convey. I think what would be tough is that 
like you are assuming the only way you can help is to solve their problem. But then they're assuming it's like, well, I know they can't, but let me just call them all the time whenever I'm like brain farting. And like that's also not respective of your time. Because like you said, like you do that for the like multiple times, you're not getting anywhere. That person's not solving their problem. So that person does need to look inward at a certain extent and be like, how can I get through this? You have to want to change. You have to want to get a big thing with her, which I really appreciate is she did. She said, this is what I'm struggling with. And I was like, great. I love that. I'm the first person. If you break up with your man, you call me and I'm saying F him, F that. I'll go Kia's car right now. I'm just kidding. I will not do that. But that's how I used to be. If you called me, I would say that. Now, I, because of my own situations, I've realized, hey, at one point, this person loved this person because of X, Y, and Z. There was a time where that was, that was your like tunnel, right? Yeah. And so you can't deny those feelings. You can't, you know, erase whatever they went through. You just have to say, you have to respect that and go moving forward. How can I help you? Yeah. Do you need to spend more time doing activities? Do you not need to not be alone? I can invite you to more things, you know, doing wholesome things. Like I'm not, I'm going away from, oh my God, let's go out. Let's go drink. I have no interest in getting fucked up because we know that's not going to solve anything. It's not going to solve anything. It's only going to end up in them going home and crying because they're in an emotional state. So I feel like as we get older, Checking in with your friends is definitely important, but do it in a way of ask them what do they need and also know what you can give. You can't give everything that they're asking for and that's okay. You can help them find ways to do that, but it's a, it's mentally exhausting sometimes for being there for all of your friends if you have, you know, a ton and then you're like, "Wait, I like we talk about all the time, you got to fill your cup up first. And now I know that I'm stepping back and I'm like, you're a big girl. I know you're going to figure this out. You know what to do. And I will be here to help you in any way that I can. But here are my boundaries as well. Yeah. And I think it's a really important reflection point or uh, like in the process of you being really self-aware of your limits there. Mm -hmm. I think the struggle will always be that's not always going to be received the same way. I think it just depends on the friend, the maturity level, where they're at, the struggle that they're in. They might not be able to understand. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned that in a difficult way. Like it might like to me, that's that's all I could offer. And or my answer was I actually can't offer anything right now. Yeah. And it's just right now, but I just can't. And either there's trust built there that you trust that that's not malicious or it's also sometimes a wake up call. I think in some in some instances I've seen it's uh, I've seen a lot of growth. Like the other person learns how to handle that situation without a a crutch and lean on themselves. You know what I mean? And I reconnected or re reconnected with those types of friends a ton later in life because it's like, yeah, actually, like this isn't college anymore. This isn't we can all just like skip a class and just like work through this live like unfortunately there's like a lot of other things going on and I think especially in the whole friend area that's where the first limits have to be drawn sometimes when there's other things stretching you which brings me to my next question of like how do you deal with this when it's family family's a little bit different I think family 
it's a tough one because they're always going to be there. Like you go to your weddings, family gatherings, like that person or people are going to be there. In my situation, what I've learned is we have a few people that, you know, they're really down on themselves, no matter what anybody tells them, you know, they're trying to help, they take it as criticism and they automatically shut down. That happens and not everybody is going to take help or verbal, you know, like we all want to be there for each other, but we also can't hold each other's hand as adults. And this is what you should be doing in business. And this is what you should be doing with your life. We all have certain situations and it sucks because we grew up a certain way, not all the same, but we grew up the way our parents raised us. Each parent set of parents is different and how they chose the path after they left their parents' house is not your fault or no. it's, yeah. you can't put that blame on you. And I think that sucks the most yeah. because then that person who is feeling so down or very negative about life and the choices that you've made, they resent you for things that are so out of your control. You're like, I'm sorry that I chose this and you didn't. Like, I don't know how to help you. What I can do is I can offer positivity. I can, I'm not here to judge you. You're my family. I'll never look down on you in a certain way. I want to see you win, but you don't need to tear down or cause all this drama for no reason. Yeah. It's tough. I think. And there's a lot of self-reflection there that they need to do as well. Yeah. I've learned that, you know, I'm there to offer my, Hey, I hope you're doing well. Is there anything I can do? But also I'm, I keep myself at a distance because I don't need to be in that environment when I'm going through my own shit. And Yeah, and I think probably I want to ask if you're feeling that way because you feel burned by being too involved. Yeah, not so much that I personally feel burned, but I've seen them talk about certain people in our family just because they feel that they were wronged. Yeah. They thought something was unfair, and now they have this entire resentment towards – a whole line or side of the family. And I'm like, if I'm looking at it from an outside perspective, it's really your own doing. It's your own fault. And even if it isn't, it's not a wrong, like at certain in family environments, I think it's difficult because it's like, it's their battle, not yours. Yeah. And so like, you can't always absorb it. And unfortunately in families, when that does occur, someone will assume you're taking sides mm-hmm. and then that kind of leads down a path where that's not, you know, you're just trying to be helpful in a way by not adding weight to the situation. Like more I know all of y'all have family divisions. Yeah. I know that you have been to weddings where it's super awkward. This massy don't talk to this massy because of X, Y, and Z. And her husband said this, I don't want to be involved in that. Yeah. And honestly, the common thread in all of this and the reason why I feel like it's super, I think it's common in all families. I think that's like 100% true. I don't care what background or culture you come from. Yeah. I know for us in particular, I think South Asian families, I think it's because this generation, our parents' generation is a first generation learning how to decouple their income from a family business probably. Mm-hmm. And once people start going their own separate ways, like you said, they make their own choices. They make their own moves. They make their own marriages. They make their own business decisions. Some families fare well better than others. Jealousy occurs, comparison occurs because the generation before them loves comparing their children with each other. Like it becomes a little 
it's just really hard. That was a perfect way to put that. And like, I just, I just think that's, and that's exactly the cycle that we are trying to break. Mm -hmm. And it's so difficult because we love our family, but we cannot get as deeply involved as our parents may have in each in their family members familial problems because we saw how that impacted them and you saw how it tore Tore families apart yeah and it's just it's tough it's really really tough and one of the things i always commend and i see a lot is that i feel like our our uh generation works really hard not to bring the drama of our parents' generation into like our cousin relationships or family relationships as much as possible. Oh my gosh. There's so many. We, I feel like a lot of us generation, our cousins are so close. Yeah. So when our parents are beefing or, you know, other families beefing, it's, yeah, that doesn't include us. We don't want to be involved because I love my cousin. I enjoy having them around. I actually like find that amazingly beautiful because I feel like it's so easy to have had that trickle down. But the fact that one woke up and was like, no, I'm not being a part of that. I feel like we also don't like confrontation either. That too. <laughs> I think that maybe that like, our generation also hates confrontation. Like I'm not going to come up to you like yeah, that's true. smack talking you because of what I heard. I'm not going to do that. I think, yeah, it's tough. I also think we just know a little bit more perspective. We know that every story we've heard is like super weighted in our one singular viewpoint of whoever's telling us that. Yeah. And every situation has multiple viewpoints. And also a lot of these situations, maybe there are definitely some true victims, but unfortunately there's nothing we could have done to prevent that. And all we can do is love our family members. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that could be from a distance because if we're too involved, you get sucked in really quickly and it's really difficult to come back out of that unscathed it also drains your energy it drains your love it drains the amount you have to give to others like at one point that's where you feel that burnout so what's let's come up with some solutions of things that we can do right now that hey i do want to help you but i can only help this much yeah a hundred percent and this comes into like you talked about friendships that can happen that can happen in family that can happen at work Mm mm-hmm take on more than you can actually like chew that can happen in marriages. Now you combine all of that together. Mm -hmm. I literally do not mind saying like, I can't help you like, right. Like to anybody, because sometimes all of those things are happening at once. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? There's a limit to how much somebody can, because they might be going through the same, uh, not the same, definitely different experiences, but like a level of friction in other relationships, because it's very rare that you have a 360 connection of relationships with coworkers, bosses, significant other, friends, family, and everyone's peachy. There's friction happening all the time. Why? Because people are growing. Yeah. People are changing. People's goals are changing. People's needs are changing. People's wants are changing. Sometimes people are making decisions that piss other people off. And like, you're trying to, uh, you know, Tell your two loved ones, hey, I think they did this because of this. And you're trying to help them. But at the end of the day, it's actually their situation that they need to figure out. I also realized when you were talking about that, that my common denominator with all the people in my circle in my life right now is that every single one of my friends and family members that I go to will give you tough love. And that's like how I I like need it. I know that I need that. So for me, if you're coming to me with a problem, I'm going to tell you, 
hey, this is where you might be in the wrong, but this is how we can fix it. I'm not going to judge you for, you know, the things that you are choosing to do, but how can we get better? I think if you're not willing to better yourself, then I really can help you there. There's, it's just beating a dead horse at that point. I think the most frustrating part is that maybe not the lack of willing, it's the lack of like discipline to actually move that needle. Like there are so many people I love that come back with the same problem and there are solutions there and they just haven't taken one step forward towards any of them. Well, if you keep doing the same thing, you keep getting the same results. Yeah. And it's, I think that's where like, I have learned to lean into just lead by example as best as possible. And that is the best I can do for that person. Mm -hmm. If I feel like I can help them anyway. Otherwise, like you said, it is a, it's, it just, it's something that they need to work through. Yeah. And that kind of brings me back to one of our first episodes that we did, where we talked about sometimes when you're going through something difficult, the only person that can get you out of it is yourself. And I stand by that statement. You could, you can fill in the blank with whatever that situation is, but like, you support systems needed, uh, loved ones needed, like sometimes, you know, external help is needed. But at the end of the day, that like the common denominator is you yourself and how you get yourself out of that. And if there's a circle of people that love you and are telling you ways to get yourself out of that situation, at the end of the day, you have to make a choice of what are you going to do next? You also have to be honest with yourself when you're doing this. And if you're telling the people that you love, hey, this is like what I need. You have to be honest with that. You can't lie and say, I just need you to, you know, text me. Every day. Well, if you know that that text ain't gonna do shit for you, figure out what you need. Be honest with how you're gonna move forward. Be honest and be realistic. Realistic. Like if, if, if you're choosing that because that worked for you a while ago, let's remember, like it might not work again because clearly that problem is back mm-hmm. or that might be. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's difficult. And I think for anyone that's in that season of just maybe overextending help, just go back to learning and understanding your boundaries. Anything else you want to add? Oh, my people, my lovers, my hearties, just, I don't know. I think you gotta, you gotta put yourself first. You also know, know your limits. And then honestly, the people around you that love you will understand, um, And they'll see the value of what you're telling them. If genuinely, if you told me something, I would listen to you because I, you know, I appreciate it and I know it's coming from a good place. Yeah. Don't just say it to say it. That's actually a really good point is that you have to love and respect the person to actually receive advice. Yeah. And sometimes from anybody. And sometimes maybe you're not that person. Like genuinely, sometimes you might be like, you might love someone and give them advice. Mm hmm. And they actually, not in a mean way, don't respect you enough to ever take it. You have to take that hint eventually. Like I And walk I, away. And we've done that where we looked at subs in the mirror. It's like, cool. This is like the 10th time in the last five years we've tried to help this person. It's not moving the needle. I don't think they respect our advice enough. Mm-hmm. And so there's like a limit to how much time we can give. Yeah. And so I think it's just, just remember that as well, to your point. Like someone does love you and understand you. They'll know if you need, if you need to take a step back. But if they do love and respect you, I also think that you would see a little bit more action taken as well. Agreed. So. And with that, that is how we're ending this Tuesday night. Yes, we are.
we're stuck in a we're stuck in a hard place, but we'll get through it. And just remember, you can only help so much. Bye. Thank you so so much for listening in. Please do us a favor and share this episode with your friends, family, and neighbors. Better yet, please tag us on Instagram and leave a review if you enjoyed this episode. See you next time.